BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, welcome in. You are about to be exposed to another edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Fresh shows coming back on Thursday, July 6th. Hopefully, everybody will have their fingers and toes after the long holiday weekend. Don't forget, my Patreon is free. Patreon is free for seven days. This is how this works. You go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Essentially, you know I do the free show, which you're hearing right now. And during that, I try to drive some of you, as many as possible, over to the Patreon, which is no ads, listener-supported, ad-free Patreon. I put hours and hours of content up there each and every week, uh, much more than I do the free podcast, and there's a variety of different shows. So it features who are these Zanes, who are these free beers, soon to be who are these Justins, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, the Insane Asylum, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, the Patreon Bonus, the Lost Zane Recordings. There's a lot. Holy crap. So this is what I do. I just spend my time podcasting. You can check it out for free. Go over there and root around for a bit, you know? And uh, that that's what the freebie is all around, uh, all about. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You will need to put a payment form in there because as soon as it hits seven days, it's going to charge you uh, whatever you signed up for, uh, audio or audio video live streams, five or ten bucks. Okay, but if you cancel it before the seven days, you're good. I don't even give a shit if you sign up and then cancel it. If you just want to hear me, you know, do my thing, and then you don't want to run the risk of canceling me if you're, if you're that type, that's totally fine. I get it. Or, if you like it, let it ride. Or, sign up for the yearly. You can convert it to a yearly very easily, and I will take 10% off of the cost. In fact, I just had a nice person sign up for that. That would be... That would be... I don't know. Wish I hadn't done that. Here you go. Another edition begins of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. I may have fallen asleep again. That's okay though. We're on vacation time. Patreon bonus podcast has begun. Samaritan is powered by ice cream. (laughs) Find that funny. I don't know why. Hi Daisy. Hello, Angel Pie. What are you doing? 
What are you doing, big girl? No, yeah, she's just a big girl. She's fantastic. Um, the first step, the first hurdle, albeit a small one. Do you work albeit into your repertoire from time to time? Albeit? On the whole uh, morning drive WLAV thing has come and gone. I have cleared it, and I think anyone would have cleared it. It's quite simple. It's a conversation with uh, the program director, the um, multi-talented Rob Brandt. He goes, hey, bad, how you doing? Said, Rob, how are you? It's been a long time. Yeah, you're the first one on my list to call. The first interview is kind of like standard boilerplate questions. Why do you want this job? Things like that. And they have to ask these questions of everyone. So there's like dozens of people who have applied for this job. So I answered those questions. Because you're the first person I called, man. Top of the list. Top of the list. I go, that's good. I, I, I guess that's okay. I mean, he goes, well, you're the guinea pig. I've never had to do this. Never had to replace a morning guy. So uh, you're, you're first. Got that done. I don't think you can screw this up. I think everyone gets this call, honestly. So there's like dozens and dozens of people that have applied for the job. Okay, great. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, that's okay too. Fully deployed parachute right now. You, you are the parachute. Let's call roofing company on behalf of dumpster divers and see if we can have some fun. Um, last time I called it, it just hung up on me. Next day construction. This is Kylie. How can I help you? Hi. Do you guys do roofing work? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Uh, uh, I was thinking about, uh, I, well, I'm looking around at a few companies that I could possibly tap into uh, to get this okay. job done. Do you, do you do residential and commercial or what? What was that? Do you do residential, commercial? Yeah, we can do residential, commercial. Okay. Both All right. Ones. Yeah, I got a, I got a big job that I'm, uh, what, what do I do about getting like an estimate or something like that? So we basically just have to take down a bunch of your information and then get an address and um, send a sales guy out to look at the roof. Nice, nice. Now, um, when you do this, sometimes uh, it, there's like a dumpster that would be needed, right? Yeah. Okay, to kind of like yep. get oh. get rid of the old shingles? Yeah, so we would um, contact a company for that and they would be the ones, like we would be in charge of getting the dumpster and everything like that. Oh, okay. So you handle that whole end of it. You would con contact the local yeah. dumpster company. Uh, on on yeah. a side note, I, I got some other demolition that I got to work, not affiliated with roofing. I just need a good, reliable dumpster company. Do you, do you like, know one? You need a, a good one? Well, yeah. In addition to this, um, I, I got some other work uh, that I, I need done on my own. Do you, uh, do you know of a good dumpster company that, that I can trust? Um, in the past... We have used, um, 
American Classic dumpster, and right now we are in the process of trying to get um, a the company called MCM Disposal. Oh, I've heard of them. So American so Classic. I yeah. Uh, M- yeah. So I MCM. Would- Okay. Um, it, it, there, there's a couple other companies listed here. Do you mind if I, if I, if you've heard of them? There's a northern. Uh, there's a there's a northern dumpster rental. Have you heard of them? I have not. Okay. And then there's a Holloway, and uh, dumpster divers. Have you heard of dumpster divers? I have not heard of those either. Okay. Dumpster divers is. Uh, is there anybody there that that uh, that has heard of them? Maybe. Um. I can talk to well. Well, that's okay. Um, Never mind. Was, hey, that they. Okay. You know what? I, I I'm I'm getting off track here. Dumpster divers. I think that <laughs> I think that's the guy who actually just got out of prison for uh, murdering his family on a technicality. I'm not sure. I think I think <laughs> yeah, that I do not know. Yeah, I think that that guy's a felon. The dumpster divers guy. He used to be in a gang or something like that. Um, okay. Well, I tell you what. Um, I just had somebody walk in. I'm gonna call you right back. Okay. Okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yep, bye. Okay, she sounded like she was 10 and um, clueless. So, obviously, that was that was not going to work in any way, shape, or form. So, um, kind of let her off the hook there. Maybe she's in vacation mode, too. Ah, uh, dumpster. Ah, uh, eh. You, you could see where I was going with this. I was trying to get off the joke that Kyle had murdered his whole family. I should probably call him. Uh, of course, I have to. He's on double probation because he, he, won a, he, he won a Chris from Minnesota award earlier today. I, oh, my God. Not hack it. Come on, man. One more. One more. That's it. Terrible start. No big deal. I'll talk to him later. Um... Cryptocurrency problem. I don't know how many of you are into this. Uh, I know I'm not. Uh, I I still do not understand, and I've actually tried to understand. I don't get it, and I don't know if I ever will. Let me try to encapsulate how I think this works. Even saying it bothers me because I I know it can't possibly be this. You know, I don't even know where to begin. How is it something about mining and, and there's nothing really tangible that's actually mined and then somehow there's a dollar value put on something that doesn't exactly exist it's the same thing with these uh, it's all kind of muddied up in there cryptocurrency and 
and NFTs, which is something that I've only known about for maybe a year. I've even heard of. I couldn't even tell you what it is. Isn't that like an image you, you get that only one exists? I don't know. But so I don't know how the fuck uh, this is. And um, oh, hang on a second. There's Kyle. Hey, hang on. Hang on a quick second. Hey, how are you? Good, you. So I just called uh, Roof Place. Oh, you did? Yeah. Now, the person who answered sounded like a child. So <laughs> I could only get so far. And so I was talking about roofing. And then I said, so now do you uh, uh, set up a dumpster when the roofing job? She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. We uh, contract the company. I go, oh, okay. Like, uh, by the way, I, I'm actually looking for a good uh, dumpster company. Do you recommend any? And she, she rattled off slowly a couple, but none were yours. And I go, what about this dumpster divers? <laughs> and she's like, uh, and she didn't know. She seemed really out of the loop. I mean, bad. So, oh yeah. Th- yeah. And then uh, she hadn't heard of you. And I go, well, is there anybody there that maybe has heard of, heard of them? And then I thought maybe that was going to tip her off. But she was like going, uh, oh, uh, uh. And I said, you know what? Now that I think about it. That guy who owns dumpster uh, dumpster divers, I think he just got out of prison for murdering his family. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to put the illusion out there that you're some type of sadistic murderer who's, who got out of prison <laughs> on a technicality. That's hilarious. But I don't I don't know how far I got because she seemed like she was I hate to say it but she seemed retarded. You know, all right. Wait, you you cutting out? I was just gonna say she she seemed like she was retarded. <laughs> I, I mean, you never know what's going on over there. I don't know. I don't know who anybody is over there really anymore. I think there was like a big turnover of people or something. Okay, yeah, it seemed like it. All right, well that's it. I just wanted to update you. Yeah, hell yeah, that's funny. All right. All right. See ya. Okay, see it. All right, where was I? Crypto got uh, crypto.com. That was the one that I think during the Super Bowl it uh, had a commercial with uh, Matt Damon on it. Now I see a commercial like that and again, I just feel lost. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, some lady on the uh, cryptocurrency exchange, crypto.com was expecting to get $100. Like there was a note sent along an email. It said, Hey, uh, you've got a dividend of $100 coming your way. She's like, yes, fuck. Yes. Now, by the way, Crypto.com has come under fire by crypto investors in the wake of its now infamous commercial featuring Matt Damon. It actually debuted in October of 2021. Uh, Prices for Bitcoin are down nearly 70%. And Ethereum prices have been cut in half. Part of that makes me happy when I see that. Okay. I'm a dollars and cents guy. Give me actual pennies and paper bills. That's what I want. 
Uh, Matt Damon, since the ad emerged, now he's like, oh, fucking don't blame me. They just told me to talk about it. This chick was expecting $100. According to uh, 7 News in Australia, the woman from Melbourne, she got the payback in May of 2021. And then she opens up her bank to make sure that her $100 went in there and they actually gave her $10.5 million. Boy, not hard to figure out why it's going in the shitter if they're... They want to give somebody a hundred, a uh, hundred bucks, and they end up giving her ten point five million. The woman's name is Thevaman Thevamanagari Thevamanagari Manavel. Her first name is Thevamanagari. That's an incredible name. I just like saying it, Thevamanagari Manavel. She went ahead. And bought a mansion. Yeah, it's, it's not a mansion. It's a $1.35 million home. She bought a five-bedroom home for her sister. Her sister's name is Thila Gavanthi Gangadori. I didn't know Australians had such fucked up names. Uh, Crypto.com found out about it seven months later. They're like, hey, what the fuck? Can you believe it took them that long to figure that shit out? Seven months later. So they're like, uh, we need our money back. And she's like, well, I got some of it, but I don't have all of it. I just bought a home. And they're like, fuck you. Crypto, crypto has taken legal action against both of them. And the luxury home has been ordered to be sold. Although other legal proceedings regarding the situation are scheduled to resume in October, the report says. Uh, following the news, a crypto.com representative told Decrypt, whatever that is, the uh, it's, I guess it's a publication, the situation is currently before the courts and would not comment further. How the fuck does this even happen? Every time, oftentimes hear about that, somebody looks at their ATM and they see there's, a, there's like a big wad of cash that's been dropped in there. And what do they do? They go and spend the shit. Okay? Fucking knock it off. Do the right thing for a change. March your ass in there, right into the bank, get the free sucker, maybe the cup of coffee. Tell them you have inadvertently given me money that is not mine. Can someone at least try that? Hey, I don't think this is, uh, I don't think this is right. Idiots. Uh, I have a 130 uh, Zoom, so I apologize for the shortness on this. This is, uh, this is probably, you know what? Let me send an email because I don't want to be this short. Okay. Hang on. Emily. Um, Actually, I can't even make the 130, period. This is embarrassing, period. I am so sorry. I will reschedule next week, period. Never mind. Forget what I said. I just canceled the meeting. My bad. Where was I? Okay. Uh, God, this is something. Holy shit. 
what you're about to see, this is a very common piece of equipment you'd find at any airport. Plane lands. This door opens up. This conveyor belt on wheels rolls up. It's a baggage loader. The conveyor uh, runs. The uh, Somebody's in the plane setting the bags on there. They roll down, goes onto the cart. Baggage handler drives it in, and, and off you go. All right, so this is uh, a lot of moving parts on this conveyor. You see it doing its thing. This is Germani Thompson. She's holding this basketball young lady. She loves playing basketball. Really good. I think she plays college ball or did at some uh, small schools. And, um, well, job is at the airport. And uh, she is the one who, uh, when the bags roll off of that conveyor belt, she grabs them off of there and puts them onto the cart. Okay, you follow me? Simple. Notice how her hair is quite long. There's probably a rule, but I seriously doubt it was followed that if you're working near this piece of equipment, the conveyor, it'd be a good idea to not have uh, your hair in a position where, you know, it could get tangled into the machinery, which would then uh, grab your head and grind it into the mechanism uh, of the conveyor, which would, in in fact, uh, destroy your face. Well, um, that happened. And um, so, okay. This is horrible. Young lady was just there minding her own business, doing her work, and her hair got caught in the fucking thing. And boom, yanked her down. And uh, the next thing you know, she's being drugged up the conveyor. And then, you know, it, it flips her out and then that's it, you know? And it's, it's, it's it, basically, it's like getting run over by a tank. Your face getting run over by a tank. Basically, your face being dragged through the gears of machinery. Even worse. Let's go to the toad board. Kyler Wells gets the credit. Is she okay? He asks. Uh, no, she's not. She's dead. Oh my God. What the fuck? That is going to be a serious lawsuit. This is a, uh, a frontier airlines. Uh, plane. I don't know if she worked. I don't know if she worked for Frontier. Or she worked for the airline or what. But this is ugly. This is terrible. Holy shit! This happened in New Orleans. Uh, the freak accident happened. Twenty-six-year-old uh, unloading the plane parked at Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport, 10 p.m. Tuesday. Uh, it was horrific. Described. Uh, happened right on the uh, 
right on the they they call it the apron where they where they do all this shit load and unload the plane rush to the hospital pronounced dead uh which led to frontier canceling one flight one flight that's it i would just say that the the fucking airline goes belly up right away i mean can you imagine being the guy that has to clean that fucking baggage loader at that point it's like oh my god what an absolute terrible tragedy uh, she worked for a company called GAT Airline Ground Support. Gr- ground? Her face was ground. It's terrible. What an asshole. Uh, we are heartbroken and supporting her family and friends the best we were able to, said GAT CEO Mike Huff. They're, they're so sued. Holy shit. Absolutely horrific. I have a lot of these terrible stories for you to talk about. Um, in fact, the rest of the show is pretty much going to be awful. That was bad. This is also bad. You ever watch those Nickelodeon shows where, uh, like, uh, iCarly and Victorious? I know my kids used to watch iCarly. There's a guy who made all those shows. And uh, he worked for Nickelodeon, and his name is Dan Schneider. And uh, he's been accused of misconduct. He doesn't work there anymore. But this kind of is just coming out now. It's a new report. Uh, Writers, actors, and crew members felt uncomfortable working on this guy's shows because he would sexualize children in the producer's scripts. It's the latest set of allegations against Schneider, who's been accused of verbal abuse on the set of his kids' shows. I don't know about you, but did you ever watch any of those shows on Nickelodeon when, um, uh, like, all that goo would be, like, dripping off the kids and it just looked like a really bad bukkake setup, you know? Um, well, that's what this is. this is about this. Apparently, I'm not the only one. The insider report described Schneider is creating creating and laughing hysterically at one scene in the show Zoe 101 where then 13-year-old actor Jamie Lynn Spears was uh, uh, hit in the face with a squirt of goo. It's described as a squirt of goo. Now, if you're on the set where kids are getting... shot in the face with goo and it's just like running off their face you know and dribbling and they're it's just horrible um it's probably in your best interest not to react if you go oh yeah even that i mean that's that is horrible actor alexa nicholas spears co-star who recently post uh, protested unsafe working conditions at Nickelodeon studio in Burbank, California. Here she is right here. Audio check video check. Yes, please. Thank you. She's older now. Hi everyone. So eat predators is here at Sickelodeon watching oh, slime time live. That's sweet. Sickelodeon works. I like- <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Rest in peace to your ears. Holy shit. Come on. 
the fuck just happened? Yes, please. Thank you. Hi, everyone. So Eat Predators is here at Sickelodeon hosting Slime Time Live. So do you want to go down the, the aisle of slime? So first we have here a trigger warning for Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon's a trigger warning in general, but also we're about to talk about some deep, uh, deep thoughts. So trigger warning before we uh, begin. Okay, who's that? And then, so first question here, how many NDAs uh, from Nickelodeon? Because we've been hearing a lot about NDAs in general in these corporate situations. And we're a little bit concerned because how can we as the public help uh, if we don't know what's actually happening in there? So we believe that silence is... All right, I can't take it. You have to watch it on your own. Um, uh, so she's protesting. She was on the set where Jamie, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears got blasted with a big, a big wad of goo. Now you're thinking, oh, big deal, you know? I mean, as long as nobody didn't say it, as long as people were, like, uh, a little low-key about it. But that chick that you just saw on the video, uh, Alexa Nicholas, she described hearing one of the cast members say, it's like a cum shot. (laughs) Alexa Nicholas said, we're talking about a minor. I think Jamie was 13 years old and they're squirting stuff on her face to make it look a certain way. Now, I mean, had the guy not said it's like a cum shot. And if it wasn't, if it was like orange or blue or green, all right, I guess I don't, I need to know the color. I need to know first. Hell, maybe it was actual jizz. I don't know. We don't know that. It may have actually have been semen. But a lot of semen talked about on these last two shows. Insider reported that a person close to the producer clarified that the goo was akin to Nickelodeon's slime. So they say, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that it actually was a man's semen that was dumped on her. One unnamed writer said Schneider openly stated he didn't like having female writers in the writer's room despite making girl-led shows and that he created a maddening, disgusting, controlling little bubble. Well, that's okay. I do that. I wouldn't mind that. The report noted that Schneider allegedly asked two female writers on the Amanda show and other female colleagues to massage him. Oh. A source close to Schneider said he regrets asking for massages and agreed it wasn't appropriate. Now, this is the guy here. This is, this is, it's the dude in the middle, this fat fuck with the bad haircut. Okay, so now I absolutely believe, here he is with Keenan Thompson and uh, whoever the fuck this guy is. After seeing this guy, I, yes, he did ask for a massage and it probably was his semen that they used. Because he just looks like the type that would do something like that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, The report noted that Schneider allegedly asked two female writers uh, for the massage. Schneider is also alleged to have asked for skimpier outfits for the girls in his show, Victorious. And having one female actor, Daniela Monet, filmed that she described 
filmed what she described as a sexualized scene featuring her eating a pickle. Odd. Uh, last year, the, the New York Times revealed Nickelodeon had decided to part ways with Schneider after her investigation found he was verbally abusive to co-workers. Well, again, I cannot say that that is a bad thing. There are times when co-workers need to be treated poorly. We all know this. The uh, latest allegations come just weeks after former iCarly actor Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I'm Glad My Mom Died, described the creator. She wrote a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Described the creator who is believed to be Schneider pressuring her to drink alcohol while she was underage. McCurdy also claimed she was offered $300,000 to never publicly discuss, discuss her time at Nickelodeon, specifically while working with the creator. Or this guy. Uh, Schneider told the New York Times the video compilations that raised questions about his work with child actors, including scenes featuring actors' feet, were ridiculous. Now, I'm into feet, so, but I'm not into kid feet. It's got to be old women's feet. So I know what you're thinking. Is Am I, you know, no. It's got to be an old hag foot. With corns and bunions. The comedy was totally innocent, he told the newspaper. Uh, Schneider's production company was reached out to, which referred to a statement, blah, 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 blah. Just the fact, though, that the accusation that the kid, 13-year-old Jamie Lynn Spears, hit in the face with a squirt of goo and some asshole said, it's like a cum shot. Fuck. Come on, man. Jesus. Uh, Linda says, told you a foot fetish. That's a terrible foot fetish is like a sinister sound. It's not, it's just a part of the human body. You could like, I mean, I like a person's feet. I like a person, you know, whatever it's the foot who cares. It's the, it's the base of the human being. Tyler asks, was any of this goo made into jewelry? It could be used as evidence now. How about that? By the way, that was such a crock of shit. This chick thinks that she's actually making uh, uh, semen jewelry because she's taking uh, powdered jizz and, uh, and and putting it into Play-Doh. Linda says all feet are gross. It's not true. All right. I have something I want to share with you from my favorite site, Cora.com. I've talked about Cora before, and I just saw something ridiculously interesting. The question was asked, if humans suddenly disappeared, what would happen to the planet? This is incredible. Just a few hours after humans disappear, lights around the world will shut down. Within 10 days, this is, I hate this part, pets and farm animals will die out due to starvation and dehydration. Fuck. Look at, they actually show pictures of dead cows and dogs wanting to be let out. Then it says, a few weeks later, those adorable small dog breeds will no longer exist as packs of bigger dogs hunt them down and take them out so that they... They show what appears to be like a bulldog, an English bulldog. An English bulldog is not capable of hunting anything. Unless they're suggesting that's the one being hunted. 
Well, if they're all dead, how are they going to hunt? So whatever. How about this? A month later, cooling water at nuclear power plants will evaporate, leading to a series of explosions much stronger than Fukushima and Chernobyl disasters. Never really thought about that. After a year, the sky will light up with thousands of objects we've put in the Earth's orbit as they come crashing down. I thought they'd just stay up there for years. We have to keep them up there? A quarter of a century after man's disappearance, 75% of the planet's paved city streets and sidewalks will be covered in vegetation. That is cool. It just takes it back. Cities like Las Vegas and Dubai will be smothered in the sand as the desert takes what belongs to it. Oh, my God. After 300 years, metal constructions like the Eiffel Tower and steel bridges without maintenance will crumble to the ground. Swamps that once covered large parts of the world will reappear. The only evidence of man-made buildings after 10,000 years will be stone constructions which can last several hundred thousand years. Did you ever think that in the lifetime, uh, in the amount of time that the earth has been the earth that there was once an entirely different civilization that was here, just like the one that we have right now. And then there was a resurfacing of the planet, which obliterated everything and made it so it all started over, you know, and there's absolutely no evidence, not even a trace of that existence that I described. Have you ever wondered about that? That That's the imponderable stuff that keeps me awake at night. That's my brain in action. No more real housewives of Dubai. Is there a thing? Uh, Chris referring to the vegetation on the, uh, on the paved surfaces. That's my driveway currently. Oh, my God. I'm right there with you. Kenny adds, sometimes it's awesome to see scenes where nature takes over everything, old, abandoned areas, etc. Yeah, it is cool. I admit that. That is cool. I'll actually see some of that this weekend. Up north. Beer bunker north. It's so silent. Pitch black. You can see the arm of the Milky Way. Oh, fantastic. Okay, pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. To remind you about the amazing sponsors that help make this show go round. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. The home of Kent, drop the E out of you. Uh, quite easily, the lowest price for all types of flooring that exist in the world today. The best brands, the best styles. If it's on the floor, they have it. They're in Granville, Michigan. If you're on Chicago Drive, there's a little Caesars there. You can't miss that. It's right behind it. It's an ugly-ass building. That's why they put it behind the little Caesars. You can miss it if you're not careful. Pull in there, have your dimensions, have a vehicle to get your shit home, and then off you go. When you mention my name, you get an additional 10% off. All right? Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Thank you. Love my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Oh, yes. What a bunch over there. Uh, Thank you so much. If you need your vehicle repaired... You have to call upon Irvine's, E-R-Vines. As always, don't just take my word for it. 
their litany, the litany of um, uh, Google reviews saying positive things. Spectacular. And they display them prominently at the top of their web page. Uh, web, web page. Uh, veteran, lady, family-owned, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you so much. Okay. On to the next round, the next segment of Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh, how are you? Oh, my gosh. Okay, another cup of coffee, ready to go. Controversy at the house here. Uh, the NFK and technology. I mean, this is a rare thing to be so unplugged from the world. I wonder what that's like, you know? I mean, we're all very plugged in with phones and computers and technology incredible we live in an incredible time if you're the nfk our dear my dear uh, beloved brother-in-law the nfk times kind of stood still for the longest period of time this is what made him in the brooks from shawshank when he was living with the other half of the doobie brothers uh n- neither of them have jobs uh, Kevy collecting disability, social security, and believe it or not, he has a pension along with his brother, the dearly departed David, who died just over two years ago. Still can't believe that. Oh, my God. They didn't have any TV, nothing, nothing. They didn't have over-the-air TV. He would sit in a chair for 14 hours a day and then go to bed. Think about that. That's worse than prison. So when he moves in with us, he gets 5,000 channels on the TV. I'd sit in the fucking chair all day too and watch TV. And, you know, he doesn't move well, the disability with the, uh, the legs and the epilepsy. Mitch says, did you go live on Twitch by accident? I believe I did. Now I'm going to go off of Twitch. Sorry, Twitchers. So, you know, there's that, which is fine. Now we got him a phone. He's got us. It's an Android. So, um, all right, whatever. But we got him a phone in case he needs to get a hold of us. And uh, he's got two numbers in it, Diana and me. Now, I I wanted to get him just one of those flip phones with one button. You just hit it and it goes to me. That's it. Tough to find. So he's got a smartphone. Now, if you're watching this, this will be more entertaining than if you're just listening to it. But... You know how touch screens work. Just you just touch, you know, and uh, it's it's an easy it's an easy step. So simple. Well, what he does is um, he hits it like a woodpecker would pecking a tree. So it's it's that you think he's gonna break the screen. And maybe that's his problem because the phone's not working. 
Now, he's never really called us. It's there in case of an emergency. So when we leave for this past weekend, I go, Kevy, uh, let's make sure the phone's up and running. Sarah says, touched and smothered with peanut butter and feces. Maybe that's also a problem. I don't know. So, but we, we did determine that the phone, when I call him and he tries to press green button for answer, I couldn't get it to work either. Could not get that thing to accept a call. And he's getting frustrated, man. And he's like, and he, his arms are going everywhere. And he's fucking, I don't know what this fucking thing has been acting up. I just said, fuck it. I just get, he actually gave the phone the finger. He goes, I just said, fuck it. And I said, fuck you. And I put it down. And I go, oh, okay. Well, uh, no big deal. Let me, uh, let me take a look at it. I tried to, uh, call it from his phone to me and I did get it to work. And uh, I had him do it for me. I go, okay, uh, why don't you give it a whirl here, Kevy? And he grabs the phone and, and he's able to, I go a little, little lighter on the touch. I want you to, you know, pretend it's a vagina. You might want to be a little bit more subtle with that. I mean, some women would like that type of hard treatment, but uh, pretend it's a, uh, you have to be very gentle with it. Just all you need to do is touch it. Oh, okay. Shit. Fuck. So, he calls me. I pick it up. That's it. I go, okay, if you need us, let us know. I get home. No sooner than I walk in the door yesterday, he goes, man, Eric, I got a problem. This phone is all fucked up. I, I said, fuck you to it because I call and then I hear a voice and it talks to me and says, you're not available. And I'm, I'm like, uh, well, we weren't. We were in a place, I don't know, maybe we we're in a place that didn't have cell service. I didn't want to explain this to him. I go, okay, uh, buddy, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take a look. I'll take a look at it. Sure enough, you you uh, try to call and uh, it's there's some message about I I think we have a scenario where this is like one of these uh, pay as you go phones and he maybe he didn't pay up on it I have no idea but he insists that it comes out uh, automatically and he's getting agitated with me and I, I'm like I'm just I'm trying to say a few words as possible kick the can down the road. And we'll revisit it. We'll figure it out. But the problem is he tells you the problem with the phone like I just described to you. And then as soon as he's done explaining himself and you have it, you've then processed it and digested it. And you're trying to solve the problem. He then starts from the beginning of that whole story and tells it all to you again, but slightly more agitated. And then this continues and continues to before long, he's flapping his arms so hard. You think he's going to fly away. And for those of you who don't know, that's what he does. He gets animated and his arms start flying around. And it's just, uh, he won 900 too many minutes. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Rob says, is it a jitterbug? I wish. I wish it was a something, something as simple as that. So, first thing I got to do is get some uh, Lysol wipes. And uh, get the phone in my hand and then wipe it down and then start to investigate and figure this shit out from a man. But he is he is beside himself because the phone's not doing what it's supposed to do. But he doesn't use the phone at all. It's just there. Oh, my God. Okay. The first ever Eric Zane Show podcast 
fantasy football draft is just over a day away. There are only 20 of you that are involved in the draft. You got a message at 1025 today. It says your league, which is called Zane sucks. Black Cox is drafting tomorrow. If you're one of the 20, you got that email. So the directions are there. Do what you need to do. I have never done this, so don't ask me. I don't know shit. The one thing I did learn from Commissioner Chris, Angry Chris in Minnesota, is that an hour before the draft, Yahoo Fantasy Sports will decide the draft order. So I don't know how they decide that, but there you go. That is a a shit show right there because... You know, I mean, seriously, if you're not in the top five, you're really, uh, you have the deck stacked against you. It seems fucked up to me. I saw one group of dudes who did a uh, fantasy draft combine where it starts out with guy slams a beer and then he has to flip the cup, do the, do the flip cup thing. Then he has to uh, uh, beer pong. He's got three shots. If he gets the first one in, he moves to the next thing. And then he throws the football through a, through a tire and then he does beanbag toss, and then he races to the finish line. Fastest time gets a draft spot, top draft spot. That, I think, is hilarious. I would love to be able to do that. Obviously, we can. We're all over the place. But that's how serious this gets. So the draft is tomorrow. And um, Chris is, uh, of course, our commissioner. Uh, Here we go. I'm looking at this. There's like a draft fantasy draft cheat sheet. And players are li- uh, listed at tiers. Quarterback, tier one. I'm not going to list all these. Don't worry. But the top, there's only three that are top tier. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. Tier two, Kyler Murray, of the Cardinals, Justin Herbert from the Chargers, Jalen Hurts from the Eagles. God, I didn't realize he was that highly rated, Jalen Hurts. The Lions host the Eagles week one. We're fucked. We are so dead. And then uh, to round out tier two is Tom Brady. Quarterback, tier three, Trey Lance. I have no idea who that is. Dak Prescott. I think I know who that is. Uh, Cowboys, Joe Burrow, Cincinnati, Russell Wilson plays for Denver. Now, Matthew Stafford at 12. He's at the bottom of quarterback tier, tier three. I thought for sure it'd be tier two. That's remarkable. And then 13 bottom of tier three is Aaron Rodgers. That to me would be a steal. Uh, Jared Goff is the 24th overall quarterback. You know who's ahead, of, who's ahead of Jared Goff? Deshaun Watson. Can you imagine being the idiot who picks Deshaun Watson over Jared Goff who can't play the first 11 games of the year? I, I want to know why Deshaun Watson is so low. He's an excellent quarterback. Did they make him low just because he raped like 1,000 women or assaulted 1,000 women? I would say Deshaun Watson is as good or better 
than Trey Lance, Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers. Rule of thumb, don't take a quarterback in the first round at least. Why? All right. Yeah, I guess you can draft anybody here. A lot of these players, I don't know who they are. I have no clue. I'm just going to try to uh, uh, draft the highest the highest uh, player in in the highest tier available. Somebody asked if we're going to put the draft on live. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Again, learning curve. I'm not the commish. So we'll see. If it's there, it'll show up. You'll see it. You'll be notified. I'll post it. The draft comes up uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Unless you're a dumbass like Kyler and you don't know time zones. Okay. My local Burger King that I'm going to call, there was an incident where, holy shit, this was another deal where um, workers are just assaulted by assholes. But this asshole so stupid that he uh, beat the shit. He went in, okay, he didn't like what was going on and through the drive-thru. Chick hands him the drink, and he slaps the, the drink out of her hands. All right? And then um, he wants his drink and she goes well it's outside it's it's the cups right there you just knocked it out of my hand he goes fuck that shit he comes in he jumps the counter gets another cup starts pouring himself a drink he starts making a mess throwing shit around and the next thing you know he assaults one of them and so then the burger king cavalry shows up and tries to kick this dude's ass so what does he do he starts swinging crazy and they're all chicks and he starts kicking the shit out of all these women. He punches this one chick right in the fucking face. And her jaw goes, <laughs> breaks her jaw. And her teeth go flying out like Mitch Callahan. And then he, he cold cocks another chick right in the head. And he hit her so hard in the head that her forehead split. Okay? Split and cracked wide open. She looked like a hot Zaniac woman. So... That all happened. This is incredible. So audio, check. Video, uh, not not yet. Of course, fuck that up every time. Check. Kind of. Is that right? What is that? Here you go. This is how it unfolded. At the Burger King. This is known as Ghetto Burger King, too. So there's always there's always trouble going on there. Girls injured in a brawl at Burger King. The girls work at the BK on 28th Street in Wyoming. Tonight, they are recovering after Wyoming police say. An What's interesting about this is this dude that you see right here. Angry customer assaulted them. Targeted this guy. They found this guy, and they interviewed him, and he's like, "I didn't do shit." Investigator Susan Samples talked to one of the teens and the customer who allegedly beat them. It's just. Crazy to think about, you know, this happened. Uh, this lady here is she's 17, and the chick who got her jaw broke is only 15. 17 year old Isabella, a manager at the Burger King, never imagined she'd oh need 11 God. stitches at the end of a shift. I just want it to be known like, like this, this guy did this, and he needs to get put away for this. 
He was drive-through customer David Zambrana, who said he had asked a worker to wipe down his cup, but thought they took too long to do it and was afraid then to drink it. He admitted he slapped the drink out of the employee's hand and went inside to get another cup. So I said, I'm, I'll come inside. I want to get my own cup. And they said, go outside and pick it up off of the floor. You basically slapped it out of all of our hands and were very rude to us. So, like, what do you want us to do about it? I proceeded to say, all I want is my cup, so I get out of here. What the hell? Okay. That's a bummer. I don't like when that happens. Okay, hang on. Crying out loud. Clown show. Hang on. Let me let me uh, refresh the stupid thing. This guy doesn't look intimidating. You know? Uh, I, I'm I'm He doesn't look like at all like the guy in the video that you're in the still uh, picture. He looked a little bit more intimidating then, but um, uh, th- this whole thing is messed up. It's like his word against hers. Theirs. Okay, I'm going to pick this story up. I think. Audio, check. Over the counter, grabbed my cup, hopped back over the counter, proceeded to get my pop. That's when Zambrana said the workers began antagonizing him, recording on their phones. Frustrated, he said he threw his drink on the lobby floor and claimed employees started throwing drinks at him, too. Zambrana said he tried to run for the door, and Isabella said she tried to lock it after him. That's when things escalated, and the stories diverge, with both sides claiming self-defense. He had body slammed me, picked me up, and then threw me, and then everyone came running. Not, and then he started beating up my coworker. I definitely wasn't the aggressor. Okay, you broke a 15-year-old's jaw and busted her teeth out. You split open the head of another of a 17-year-old. I think you were the aggressor. The video will show me running, trying to flee from these minors. Still, Zambrana regrets throwing drinks and is sorry, he says, that anyone was injured. But what about jumping the counter? Zambrana claimed he was no threat. Okay, but how could they know that? I mean, you jumped over the counter. How could they know that you weren't there to hurt them? Because it was was quick. You You hop over the counter, you reach for a cup, you hop right back over. This was the final, his final punch. What an asshole. Punched me in my forehead and his wife came out the car and said, what are you doing? Get in the car. Susan Samples reporting, Wyoming police said it was the customer who was aggressive and assaulted the juveniles. We are told that the 15-year-old employee will need surgery for her broken jaw. Jesus Christ. has been started to help the teenage victims. You can find that inside this. By the way, I checked that um, GoFundMe last night. It was at $90. What, I hope it's gone up. Oh, 310 Oh, gross. Dear God. Here's the kid's busted teeth, I guess. Son of a bitch. All right, this is this is terrible. Um, I've got the number of the Burger King. I, I definitely want to call that, but I wonder if this guy, David Zambrana. Hello? Hi, he's David in. Jenny. My name is Eric. Who? Eric. No, he's not here. Okay. Is this Mrs. Zambrana? 
Just a minute. Okay, thank you. You say, uh, who are you? My name is Eric Zane. I host a podcast. Hello? Hi there, how are you? Hello? I'm good, who's this? Yeah, I'm sorry to bother you. My name is Eric Zane. I host the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh my God, what a terrible thing that happened the other day. Is everybody okay? Oh. (laughs) I thought I could reel him in with the old Eric Zane charm. says maybe you'll finally have someone say Eric Zane oh my god I've heard of you <laughs> uh, probably not it's all right let's see Burger King ghetto I had to look up ghetto Burger King I think that's the number Middle of lunch rush. Some assholes calling. It's probably a bad idea. This is not going to work out. You never call a restaurant during lunch rush. By the way, um, this probably a good idea. If you avoid this Burger King. This is, uh, this Burger King is in the shit. So you're going to get a lot of, you're, it, it's rough. Here, here, here's some of the reviews. Good God. All these one stars. It's given Kenny a boner. Not good. If out of 612, 612 reviews, you're only averaging 3.2. That's, that's rough. That is not great. All right. I wonder what the hell is going on at that home that I called right now. Don't pick up the phone, mom. Chris says, I tend to avoid most things in Wyoming. That's true. Uh, Aram says, screw it. Screw it. Let's just call Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic again. <laughs> oh, mate. Don't do it. <laughs> I God, take it. Aren't you supposed to, Kenny, aren't you supposed to be watching Better Call Saul? And by the way, um, I don't know how far you are into season five, but uh, you realize you're in the middle of being exposed to the, <laughs> Megan says, ouch, Irvine's is in Wyoming. Sorry about that. Uh, you are in the middle, in the middle of being exposed to the greatest villain in the history of television, Lalo Salamanca. Oh my God. Quote from Chris. Don't pick up the phone, Ma. I'll break your jaw next time. All right. By the way, I did hear from Bruce over at Irvine's. And he said that all I have is a grounding issue. My vehicle was having a spark problem. And they don't know how it happened or why it happened, but they they are fixing it. And the best news 
it's not that expensive to fix. So I am happy with that. Thank you. All right. Um, deputy pervert reporting for duty. Oh, God. You know, how many times do we have to hear uh, stories of um, uh, people who are uh, thinking they're talking to a 15-year-old child soliciting them for sex, and it's it's a, an adult, a cop, whatever, on the other end of the line. Um, there's a dude in the Detroit area who went on an app, I think it's called a Whisper app, and uh, created an account of a 15-year-old uh, girl and um, just waited. And it wasn't seconds after he started that people were soliciting him for sex. That's how screwed up this is. And what he does then is he then passes off the information to the local authorities and also outs them on social media, which is so awesome. I mean, my God, absolutely incredible to be able to pull something like that off. The problem, uh, the, well, the whole thing is a problem, but in this particular incident, the guy he's talking to is a, a sheriff's deputy. Oh, fuck. Audio, check. Video, check. Here you go in uniform for just about five months here at the sheriff's office and now he's in some trouble and it's all because of a vigilante here in this is the voice of a news anchor that's the way you gotta sound when you're doing the news Pontiac, who works to catch child predators they'd be like wow really yeah. you're 15. robert Lee oh, tone loke is catch is catching predators a self-proclaimed vigilante posing on the whisper messaging app as a 15 year old girl to lure would be predators. I downloaded the whisper app myself, but then I tried to catch somebody and somebody showed up. Yeah, if you're going to catch predators on the whisper app, it's probably not a good idea to look like an actual predator using the whisper app. Like like that quick. They look like I'm catching a predator right now. He's only been doing this a few months and says he's caught and publicly Look at that hot dog roll on the back of his head. That's a telltale sign of early death right there. Shamed dozens of men, in some cases even handing his evidence over to police. They keep saying they can get in trouble and they still go. I want this guy to go, let's do it. Through with it and they still get caught. The latest this week, he says, is an Oakland County Sheriff's deputy assigned to. She want to do the wild thing. The jail, who's now suspended without pay due to Robert's actions. Here is a snapshot of their conversations while Robert's. I told him I was 15. He called me like seven times. Says the deputy was actually on duty at the Oakland County Jail. Robert says that he's a 15-year-old girl several times through their very sexual conversation. Wow. If they continue to talk after that, they basically are predators. I told them they want some funky cold Medina. Then Robert says the 33-year-old sends a picture of himself, and the two discuss. Look at this guy. Look at this cop. Oh, my God. What a slob. How much the teen's services are for sex acts, and it gets even more graphic. A meetup never happened, but Robert blasted the suspected deputy on social media. He stopped replying, and then he tried to tell me that somebody else was using his picture and stuff. Monday morning, the Oakland County Sheriff's Office tells Fox 2 they immediately launched an internal investigation into any wrongdoing. It's like I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised because I know the, the predators in all forms. Police, regular people, rich people, poor people. Again, allegations at this point, but as we... Oh, come on now. 
it, it, it you don't need to say that if if you're busted like this holy shit oh my god you're guilty until proven innocent said the deputy he is suspended without pay as this investigation moves forward reporting in Pontiac Jessica Dupnack Fox 2 News thank you Jessica for giving us the news oh my god they're everywhere uh tone loke there is right they are everywhere it might be me, for all you Don't know. Let the insurance company I might be the one like who is on the Whisper the app looking for children to have sex deserve. with. Whoops. I might be the one on the prowl for the next hot kid. Uh, you never know. I might be saying this just as a cover. It could be me. It's not, but still. Jesus Christ. Uh, he looks and sounds like him. She looked at me and we did the wild thing. Wild thing on my leg. Uh, let's see. News hound Jessica. Background audio. Eric, don't say that. Freaking mean heart. You know, no, I'm not into kids. Uh, you know me. I'm into feet. And old women. Adult feet and old women. Adult female good-looking feet. If they're ugly feet, I want you to stick them into a wood chipper. Attractive feet on a woman and in a nice high-heeled sandal. That's what I think is remarkably attractive. An old old women okay you know everybody sits around and judges me when i talk about attractive feet it's like why the fuck do you think women spend so much money on shoes you dumb shits to make their foot their feet look excellent so why what is wrong with looking at a at a person's foot who clearly puts a lot of time and energy into making them look perfect, okay? So I give full credit to any lady who works hard to wear, to make her feet look spectacular. There's one point in every day that I'm on the, I'm on the prowl for feet, and that is, um, what is the name of the chick? Uh, on the Today Show. What the fuck? She does the weather when Al's not there. So I'm looking. If they say, well, hey, Al's not in. It's now time for... Uh, what is her name? Fucking A. She is a, she's as pretty as a picture. She's a little young for me, though. She's in her early 40s. Um, she just had her third kid. She's married to a nice guy. Uh, she's a fill-in uh, meteorologist. God, what is her name? Dylan, Dylan Dreyer. Oh, my God. Shit, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's, she is ridiculous. Smoke show. Hold on. Dylan Dreyer dress. She always wears these adorable little dresses. Just a, a cutie patootie. 
just above her knee. Oh, so classy and sweet. Okay, here you go. Dylan Dreyer. That is Dylan Dreyer. Just an absolutely adorbs mom. Look at. Oh, shit. Fuck. You can't look at. She's just incredible. What a smoke show. Look at her. Like I said, a little young. I could use her looking a little more, uh, you know, maybe gnarled up a little. If she was like 55 years old, perhaps. All right. There you go. Now that I've uh, confessed to you my, uh, uh, well, I've said it before, but uh, how important it is to have a foot fetish in my life. And I am sick and tired of being judged about that. Because if you ladies are going to go and work so hard to and spend so much money on your feet, I'm going to be there <laughs> to, to uh, uh, applaud you for this. And you should be. Ginger Z greater than Dylan Dreyer. Love her too. Spectacular. Rob says you make it sound like Diana's too young for you. Well, don't forget, she's a lot older than me. Diana is like 68 years old. She is quite a bit older than I am. So, you know, I was very, very young when she uh, sat on my face and uh, raped me. So you got to understand that she had me then. And uh, like I said, I like old women. That is why I married such an old, old, gnarled up woman like Diana. Now she's I'm going to outlive her. She's already got one foot in the grave for fuck's sake. So, um, you know, if that ever happens, and I don't want it to, um, I will still have plenty of tread on the tires to marry another old woman. So there you go. Kyler writes, the Pooh Bear points absolutely diving today. Uh, Rob, no need to be gross with the comment. She liked that feeling of your nose up there. You know, comments like that. Well, I guess we'll keep you in good standing, frankly. Kenny says, I'm totally sharing this link with Diana in a few minutes. Hey, it's okay. I didn't, I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. Aram says, will the other woman take better care of Benny? Well, let's fucking hope so. For fuck's sake. I was so pissed off about that. That was the worst. Jesus. Um, let's see here. All the half the damn stories I wanted to get to, I'm not getting to. The draft. Deputy pervert uh, reporting for duty. The Burger King brawl. You said Diana was gnarled up and 68 years old. What? That's not true? How do you know? Hey, folks, taking a break on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast to remind you that I do cameos. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Go there and see the work that I've done in the past. They're $20. Uh, They're cheap, they're fun, and you are the boss. You tell me what to do. So whatever you want me to say, I'll say it on Cameo. Unless if it's crazy racist shit. Thank you. God bless Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahondagranville.com. 
S-E-R-R-A Honda Granville. Test drive a brand new Honda today at Sarah. Oh, my God. The line of cars that they have are so spectacular. Just the greatest uh, gadgets and fun stuff you can find on a car. Just absolutely awesome. Go there, ask for Brian, and test drive a Sarah uh, Sarah Honda. Honda. <laughs> that sounded weird. Test drive a Honda today at Sarah Honda. They also have an absolutely huge selection of um, uh, certified pre-owned vehicles, which are like new at Sarah. If poverty's your thing, they've got the budget row in the back. So there you go. Sarah Honda Granville, online at sarahondagranville.com. My man Mario from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to call upon him. Uh, number one in America for a reason, and that's that's really fantastic. Here I am, my little Ham and Eger podcast, and I have the number one mortgage team in the United States, certifiable, proof, 231-332-6505, NMLS number 3035. Yeah, I don't give a shit who you call on, like, you know, your your cousin or person you know, someone you've worked with in the past. I get it, you know? But just try Mario. Uh, include him in that mix. Have a conversation with Mario. 231-332-6505. Also, hello to Rick from TC Paintball. Absolute legend. Summer marches on. Gather up the neighborhood kids and go to TC Paintball. Now, some are, are going to be like, uh, you know, I don't want my kid to get hit by a paintball. leaves a mark. It, it, it will. It really will. So do this for me. Book a party with the low-impact weaponry. That way it doesn't hurt, doesn't leave a mark. The kids experience paintball. They don't have a negative experience. It's awesome. They will have so much fun. It's like living a real-life video game. So get the kids out of the house and away from the stupid video games. Uh, get out on the outdoor playing surface of TC Paintball and have fun. They are online at tcpaintballgr.com. All right. Rolling on with another segment on Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Patreon bonus. I'm going to try to get Bill in here. See what he's up to. Uh, after the um, calling his show, I mean, um, it was quite uh, quite a thing, the fact that he was like, are you Team Cade or Team JJ? And I, I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm I'm Team Alex Orgy. Oh my God! Sports people are humorless. Now I, he's probably not going to pick it up. You know how it is with Bill. By the way, how about that? Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia game. That was. Don't give it away. Somebody hasn't watched. Hey, hey, Bill. Uh, uh, Your call cannot be completed as that. It, it, you always get the weirdest shit when you call Bill. I, I can't tell you how many times I've. I, that's the only person that I can call and possibly hear that message. When's the last time you heard that one? That's like something you would get when you use like a landline telephone. Remember when you were a kid, you could only call like California long distance after like midnight after a certain time because it was, see, this is so fucked. 
That's twice now I've called him. What's next? Am I going to hear the emergency alert system? I mean, uh, if I had a sports talk radio show and there's a quarterback that scored a touchdown named Eric Zane here. How are you? I'm on the podcast. Uh, I'm getting ready to interview somebody. Yeah. What time? How much time do you have? Like one minute? I have like one minute. You know, first off, it was a historic call by you yesterday on the huge show on 96.1 in Grand Rapids and across the huge radio network. Uh, you are a master at deception, <laughs> a master at live radio. Can I call you back on the podcast yeah, later this yeah, week? Yeah, just just call, but call me back whenever. I will, I'll call you back, and uh, I'll, I'll go live on the podcast. We'll talk about the Lions and yes. Michigan and Michigan State. Okay. God bless you, I love Eric. orgy. Orgy. Remember orgy. Well, you know, uh, first off, you live in a swinging neighborhood if you look at swingers.com. I so know we'll that. talk about that later. That's true. Okay, right. see you. Bye. I can't believe we got him, frankly. That is true. Where I live, wow, we have a lot of people that are into orgies. And I can't, you know. Yeah, boy. Pretty complex. The juice is not worth the squeeze, and that's a bad thing to say when talking about something sexual in nature. But uh, I know that all of the group formerly known as the Zaniacs, probably one of the reasons why we didn't work out, it didn't work out with them, and we ended up becoming bitter enemies, is because I wasn't interested in the group sex. And that is true. Um, they're all into group sex. And I found out after the fact that they all had in, I mean, it was quite a sight to behold. I'm told by my moles that there was a hellacious orgy that took place between these people. Now, if I'm going to watch an orgy, I'm going to do it with people who look attractive. Okay. I'm not going to do it with, uh, a bunch of fucking meth heads with busted out teeth and who look like shit have a fucking orgy. Let alone uh, have an orgy with those people. But Tyler says, does he have an orgy insider? I don't, uh, you mean on the football player? But no, um, that whole group approached me about entering their group sex uh, escapades. And, um, you know, the story can be told now that, no, I'm not into disgusting-looking people having sex. I'm not even into having sex with attractive people. I mean, outside of my wife. Uh, Adam says, what did I miss just joining? We were talking about the sexual sexual proclivities of the group formerly known as the Zaniacs. They are all into a horrible hodgepodge of soup, gravy, methamphetamine, alcohol, pot, poverty, uh, odor, a lot of very strange odors coming from folds of skin that aren't appropriately swabbed. And then that's what you get. These people get together in a big mass and they smell each other's smells and ejaculate 
into the eye sockets of these people. And cigarettes, too. Yes, that's true, Adam. So, you know, no, no, I don't want any, any part of that. Uh, sex is, uh, I'm not that involved in sex. I mean, my libido is dramatically lower these days. You don't have to worry about me. I'm not, I'm not really that into sex that much. I mean, I have, I would say that I have it as much as the next guy, but I don't. Okay. Way overrated, you know? So I'm not going to go and have sex with a bunch of fucking, uh, uh, inbred, disgusting, fucking mouth breathing trolls. Fuck that shit. So no, that's one of the reasons why they got so pissed off at me because of, uh, that whole nonsense. I would not, um, uh, succumb to their advances. So yeah. weird, really, really weird group of people. Uh, I have a video that I want to get to. It is of a Karen in the wild. Okay. This combines a lot of our favorite things. Storylines involving fast food workers who are now figuring out what they need to do to deal with the Karens in the wild. This was video shot wonderfully by some soul who was watching this all unfold. This is in some Southern portion of the country. I forget who sent this to me. I apologize. Thank you. Whoever sent it. But, um, this person wants a subway sandwich and she's being rude. The customer is being rude to the employees and the employees have a plan now in place that when customers do this shit, You simply ignore them. You just don't pay attention to them. Don't answer to them when they swear and start getting fussy. You just, it's uh, someone on this uh, story that accompanies the video that I'm about to share says it's like she was ghosted in real time. Like right there. Audio, check. Video, almost check. Still almost check. Come on. Bring it home, big guy. Uh, Nope. Shit. Fucking son of a bitch. I'm such an asshole. Okay. This is it. There she is. She comes in. She's uh, older. Got her little handbag there. Dressed like a grandma. Wearing her husband's... One of his shirts, he's no no doubt dead because of her constant nagging. She still wears his clothes. She shows up at Subway. We pick it up with her demanding, demanding that someone make her sandwich. Okay? Now, she's Southern, so she sounds a little bit, a little bit like Kenny in Nashville. Um, in fact, she kind of looks like Kenny in Nashville. Now, I'm sorry. That's, that's, <laughs> come on now. That's terrible. All right. Can you forget that I said that? Pay attention. Power. But finish my sandwich. No, I'm finished because you, you need to respect me. But well, you need to respect your customers. And I will tell them you don't respect your customers. Would you finish my sandwich? She's talking to the next customer, and that fries the brain of this Karen. Would you finish my sandwich? And she goes to the next chick. Can I help you? And the next chick is more than willing to put in her order. Uh, 
poetry. Look at that frustrated look on this chick's face when she realizes that it, it's over. Finish my sandwich. Coca trio. Coca trio. This all started because, well, I don't even know what actually specifically why it started, but the video picks up when the woman was demanding her fin. I think it was kind of like, you know, like it is at Subway when they um, make the first part of the sandwich and then they move it on down the down the line, and the next person is supposed to pick up the. Uh, the the next level of making the sandwich. I think there was only one employee working at the time. And so that uh, caused this fat bitch to lose her shit. Okay. Finish my sandwich. Oh, I wish I was running drops right now. I wish I had the ability, like someone in here to do it, because that's a great drop. Finish my sandwich. So many uses for that. Finish my sandwich. Oh. All right, you're going to be reported. That's you're going to be reported. Okay. Call your, call your supervisor right now. Please call her right now. They don't even answer. You wanted to call her a while ago. Call her now. I'd like to talk to her. The employee just ignores. This is perfect. Okay, toasted. Toasted. She's, she's getting the order for the next person. I'll take toasted. Uh, toasted. No cheese. Toasted. I'm sorry, what? What kind of toast? Uh, ham. And then this, this fucking fat bitch leaves. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She can do nothing. She's defenseless. Oh my God. Now, we all would have loved if the subway employee went out from behind the counter and uh, uh, buried that knife right into the temple of that asshole. But we can't have anything, uh, everything. So I will settle. I will settle for how she handled that. Uh, Tyler says, finish my set. Oh, my back. Uh, wonder what happened before this video. I think it was what I was describing to you. Uh, I wish we could see the look on her face. Video is too small. Oh, shoot. Well, you know, uh, let me, let me, let me share it with you. Those TikTok videos do come out pretty small and you can, uh, you can watch it later on or whatever. Um, it, uh, <laughs> Really, really great. I, uh, I I applaud the effort. That is the quickest way. Hang on a second. Daisy. Hey, no. It's quickest uh, way to deal with this type of uh, this horrible behavior. I, I, I'm so happy. Um, Kenny says, just sucks. Most people record video on their phone vertically. You can't TikTok. That's all you can do. You can't do it any other way. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, check it out and you can see the frustration on this stupid asshole. Oh my God. I just love that. Okay. More video that I want to share. This happened, uh, not quite a year ago. I don't think 
and it was boy it was just spectacular there's no sound to this video uh but not far from where i live there's a dude who uh this video was um uh, caught by a local business of some guy was hammered and he fell asleep and he his car he was cruising at like you know at the high rate of speed or whatever 75 80 miles an hour on the interstate and his car went off the road and up perfect timing it went off the road and he didn't wake up he slept through all of this and then the car is now on the grass and it goes up the hill of the exit you know like where everyone else is exiting he takes he's past the exit ramp but he, he goes up the hill where the grass is and goes flying Duke boy style over the people that um, are part of the overpass. You know, the, the car is traveling on a, a, you know, 45 miles an hour uh, in that, in that area. It's 142nd street. If you're local to where I live. So uh, let's pick this up. This is how it, how it all unfolded. Watch this. Look at that. Oh my God. That video still is just insane to me. It is just spectacular, and uh, it's so perfect because, you know, anytime you watch the Dukes of Hazard, you know, um, all of those were staged Hollywood style with a ramp and controlled and stunt team, but this is, it's perfect. I mean, look at that. You couldn't have done it any better. Uh, let me back it up. My uh, mouse is acting just so funny today. It's really slowing me down. I apologize for this. But look at this. Look at all these guys are exiting. And then look at the guy. He just, it's perfect. In my, uh, I can't see the other side, but in my estimation, look at, he landed perfectly on all four wheels and then re-entered the freeway and continued on down the road. That's how perfect of, uh, of, of lift he got in that. I don't think it quite went that way as much as it appears perfect. Uh, he ended up waking up. And I guess the speedometer, when he woke up, said 75 miles an hour. It was stuck there after that uh, uh, crash. And the guy's name is, this is a perfect name for a hillbilly, Chandler Cockerham. Chandler Cockerham was in court yesterday on a misdemeanor count of operating a vehicle. uh, And he was uh, with any presence of drugs. Now, they, he said initially that he fell asleep behind the wheel. He admitted he had been drinking beforehand, saying he had two mixed drinks and a six-pack of beer and then slept for four hours, and then I guess he fucking fell asleep. But they found blow in his system. So, my God, if I am uh, the attorney for Chandler Cockerham, I basically say, Your Honor, um, yes, all of these things we're going to get to the bottom of, but uh, witness what he did here. I think perhaps the court could have some leniency after this perfect video has emerged of what happened to Chandler. I mean, my God. Jeez. Uh, let's see. Can I get a phone number for Chandler? Can I get a phone number? Phone number. Phone number for Chandler. Cockerham. I think this one's going to be tough. I've got an address. Eh. 
Hmm. I don't know if that's going to work out. Well, I'm not quite done. I got a number, but not the number. Hmm. Let me try this. This It says this person is associated with the address that Chandler was last reported to have uh, lived at. Okay, so this will be a little bit of a wild goose chase here. But uh, that's okay because I love wild goose chases. Some of the best times we've had have been trying to find somebody. This is a person who may have this number. is Maybe Gary. Hi, you've reached Gary Ellis. Please leave me a message after the tone. Thank you. Bye. I'm not going to mess around with that. Uh, this one might work. I'm guessing these could be, uh, no, that one's not going to work. Mm, maybe this one. Hello. Hey, I'm trying to reach Chandler. Chandler Cockerham. This don't sound like Chandler. No, no, no. I was trying to reach Chandler. Oh, yeah. You got the wrong number. Oh, okay. Hey, do you know how I can get Chandler? This is Eric Zane calling from the Eric Zane Show podcast. I I don't have I don't have a way to get a hold of him. Can you believe that video? That was incredible. That was like my favorite thing I've ever seen. I'm a huge fan. What was? Uh, when Chandler jumped uh, 142nd Street. Wow. Did you see that video? Yeah, I heard all about it, and I'm not impressed with it. No? Okay. Is he? Okay, well, I mean, the, the jump was great. I mean, the circumstances surrounding it weren't so great, but it doesn't sound like you're amused with any of this. I am not. All right, well, I have to apologize for that. All right, thank you. I don't want you upset. I'm kind of tied up right now. I understand. Okay, thank you. Oh, boy. He is, uh, he is not pleased. He goes, this doesn't sound like Chandler. I go, no, you idiot. Adam writes, Gary Ellis was, is the tennis coach in Allegan. I went to high school with his daughter. <laughs> Tyler writes, that dude sounded like a real cocker ham. Aha. I said, we did there. Fuck. Nobody's fucking got a sense of humor. Everybody's all pissed off. That was a great video. I don't care what he says. All right. Well, anyway, that guy was in court yesterday. He's legal uh, trouble. Not yet. Uh, not yet done. Okay. Moving on to a national story. Uh, baseball player Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay. This was the guy. He's one of the best players in baseball. And he got pinched for using being on steroids or some shit. And so baseball, they don't like that. And uh, they suspended him for like 80 games. 
Now, here you got this young guy, 22, 23 years old. I don't know. He might be a little older. Who's just like one of the best players in baseball. And it's like, oh, my God, this is a huge deal. His dad, uh, his dad was like, oh, that's bullshit. And then Tatis comes out and says, I'm sorry. I fucked up, you know. Okay. So he did it. And uh, the best part of this story is the trolling that going on in uh uh, by the Los Angeles Dodgers because uh, audio check, video check. Okay, you can see right there. You know what that is? That is a giant inflatable pill, I guess. It says PED on the side of it. Maybe a pill bottle or a pill. I think it's supposed to be an actual pill. Like if you're going to take some PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs or steroids, you would just grab it and put it in your mouth. So uh, I guess this has, this is not new. I guess back in the day uh, when Barry Bonds got busted, they were throwing uh, syringes on the field and chanting steroid, which is steroids, which is just hilarious. I love that. So this is great. Uh, the announcers, they see what's going on. They're like, hey, what's that there? Hey, what's going on? And then they kind of figure it out as the uh, Dodger attendant, which is some lady who runs on the field really fast and grabs the inflatable PED, picks it up, and goes running off of the field to uh, uh, get it off as quickly as possible. So, What do we got here? Got me. Now, they know. These guys know. But when they say, what do we got here? He goes, I don't know. You got me. That's uh, that's that's uh, baseball announcers speak for, we've got a fucking hilarious, hey, what is that there? I don't know. What is that, Al? I don't know, Bob. That translated, that means hilarious fucking scenario. Got me. She hands it off to this dude. And then uh, she keeps trucking. How, how about the fact that they make her dress up in like a baseball costume? How stupid is that? Baseball's stupid as fuck. Okay. Uh, the simple fact that the managers and all the other coaches have to dress up in a baseball player Halloween costume is so fucking dumb. They should be sitting there in jeans and a T-shirt. This That's just stupid. You don't see football coaches having to do that. Can you imagine if uh, Bill Belichick has the pads and a helmet on on the side of the fucking field? Uh, that's got me. Uh, Slapping five. This guy's just grunting. It was so big you couldn't put it in a bottle. Okay. So you see, there's there's the joke. That was so big you couldn't put it in a bottle. So I'm guessing that guy is for the home team, the Dodgers. And uh, so that's awesome. I'm glad it happened. Uh, to me, baseball is great when these cheaters get busted, and we need more of that, frankly, because they deserve that.
Uh, Aram says they have adults now as ball and bat boys. Kyler says sheesh, still going. I'm surprised. I don't know what he means by that. Shouldn't you be adjusting people's necks? Which reminds me, perfect opportunity to give you some echo and give you a neck crack. This is what you need to do. Hang on. Okay, you ready? Oh, just one little one. Oh, that is, that's a, I'm dead. That is, that's rupturing some type of artery. Oh my God. In fact, I want to listen back to that. Pizza. Pizza. Oh, that one hurt. Oh God. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza! Pizza! Some type of artery. Pizza! God. Pizza! 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 Oh, that one hurt. Pizza! God. Pizza! 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 Some type of artery. It's, it's too long of a delay. It needs to be less of a delay for that to work appropriately. Uh, a lady who is uh, living the vegan lifestyle with her hurt with her husband. You know, that's one thing. I don't know if it's a great idea to be strict on the consumption of food when it comes to a newborn slash toddler. I think you got to be like, uh, I think there should be a law that says you can't become a vegan until you're done growing. You know, it's uh, it, it's a lot of work to be a vegan when you're an adult. There's a little bit of a, a learning curve to it, all right? And the body's so resilient when it's young that if you uh, uh, don't eat a vegan lifestyle until you're an adult, that's okay. I'll be the first to admit that when done appropriately, vegan lifestyle is going to help you defeat diabetes, keep you thin, uh, low blood pressure, low cholesterol, more, you are giving yourself a great chance to live a long life if you adopt a vegan uh, eating regimen. However, that means you cannot do uh, what I did yesterday when I opened up the fridge and uh, we had leftover breakfast from up north and 
uh, pretty much one cup of ground Jimmy Dean sausage, which I was putting in breakfast burritos. I ate it like cereal out of a bowl, not to mention leftover bacon and leftover scrambled eggs. And I, it was great. I squirted the uh, ketchup onto the cold eggs and just, I mean, I eat if it's there, I'm going to eat it. So um, I, I would not want to do that. I, I really enjoy eating, okay? It's fantastic. So fuck that shit. Uh to me, I'm missing a key component of life if I can't eat like an asshole. My my life is not as good. Yes, there may be some long life in my future, but I don't want to live those years if I can't eat like a cock. However, if you do do that, I love it. I'm, I'm happy that you can pull that off. I am too weak to do that. You are getting no judgment from me. But when it comes to the uh, development of a child, it's probably not great to throw your infant slash toddler into a life of being a vegan. You know why? Because you could kill your kid like this dumb bitch did. This lady right here did just that. She turned, her her child was 18 when he died in September of 2019. 18 months, that is. 18 months old when he died, September of 2019. The kid only weighed 17 pounds, which is just one of Kyler's tits. So if you need like a comparison of the size of the child, that'll give you a good idea of uh, the, the actual physical size of that child. Uh, one Kyler tit. There she is right there. Now she, and she looks like a vegan, um, very gaunt face, chiseled look, uh, uh, fucked up, uh, fucked up hair, you know, and this is her, and this is her, uh, um, her, her jailbird husband. They fed the child like uh, a vegan and they only gave the child raw fruit, vegetables and tit milk. Now, I, honestly, I think that that should be enough. I mean, there's a lot of protein in tit milk. So I don't know how these two managed to fuck this up. And, uh, but somehow the kid uh, became very malnourished and and died. And so now this lady here is getting life in prison from that. What do you think of that deal? You think that that's appropriate? I don't. I don't think that that's appropriate at all. I think she should have just been told, uh, hey, knock it off and don't do that again. Uh, but she was trying to, uh, I can't even get behind that joke. Uh, of course, she should be in prison for life. It's ridiculous. Sheila O'Leary, 38, was convicted last June, so over a year ago. I, boy, talk about speedy, uh, not a speedy trial. She's just now being sentenced to life in prison. She's charged. She, she was charged with first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter, child abuse, and two counts of child neglect. Yeah, it's one thing if you're an adult adopting a vegan lifestyle, but I don't think it makes much sense to do that to your kid. I remember when Jim, my uh, oldest, was a little fella, and he had the hardest time gaining weight, and he was, he was you know, he didn't look like this kid, but he was 
Light and Little. I never forget his pediatrician, Dr. Helder. God rest his soul. Actually, I don't know that he's dead. I shouldn't say that. Well, Helder said, okay, um, we took Jim back for the well checkup. And he says, all right, uh, I have a prescription for eating for Jim. And we said, okay. And uh, I said, what? Well, now I'm expecting like, uh, you know, a big laundry list of shit we got to buy. He goes, I want you to go to one particular place as often as you can and then give him this prescription. I go, okay, and I got a, a pen and write it. Okay, doc, shoot me straight. What do I need to give? Okay. Um, the place is called McDonald's, and you're going to give him French fries, hamburgers, and milkshakes. I go, are you fucking kidding me? And he goes, no, I'm not, asshole. Uh, you got to feed this kid whatever the fuck he wants, whatever shitty food that you are not supposed to eat. Give it to him. We need calories in him. And so every day we're fucking McDonald's, fries, milkshakes, burgers, nuggets. Anytime we could. So much so. So much so that for years after, it was like Pavlov's dog. We'd have to stop. Jim, early on in this diet plan, he's our only child at the time. Uh, we're driving around. We He sees the big golden arches, and he'd start. This is the first words he could ever say. I swear to God on a stack of King James Bibles. Fries. Fries. Like, uh, fuck. I have to pull over, get him a fucking fries. Oh, Jesus. And uh, and I think it really didn't do much. Jim didn't gain a ton of weight. I think it just kept him from, like, dying. So we followed doctor's orders there of give him lots of fries, milkshakes, and burgers. But this dumb bitch did not do that. So the kid is dying. He goes, okay. Uh, the, the, the mom's like, all right, let, let me give him a green pepper here. That's what oh, that's what he's starving for. All right, wash it down with some breast milk. Terrible. Unbelievable. And so this disgusting mom, authorities said that Sheila and her husband, Ryan Patrick O'Leary, uh, only fed Ezra raw fruit and vegetable breast milk. Uh, 17 pounds. Authorities said on the day of death, he had been nursing when he started to struggle to breathe. Instead of calling for medical help, the stupid bitch put the kid down for a nap uh, by the time. And then they went to bed. They woke up. And the kid is no longer with us. Okay, that's it. And they're like, uh-oh, what do we do now? Investigator, uh, investigators real, realized that um, all of this neglect she chose to disregard the kid's cries. This is all terribly sad. Uh, the kid looked like a bag of bones. Holy shit. So CPS gets involved. Take their other children for the, uh, from them. Thank God. Uh, man, uh, just a horrible, horrible sequence. How sad is this? The child's death, while tragic, was neither purposeful or, nor neglectful, nor uh, but accidental. According to the attorney for the parents, the jury did not believe that shit and said no. And the judge ordered her to life in prison while her husband is awaiting trial on the same charges. This is horrible. Yes, it should be a law. You cannot, a child cannot be a vegan. Oh my God. So when this crazy bitch goes to prison, which is now, 
that's gonna you know that that's gonna get out and all those other prison women who a lot of them probably have their own children are gonna just brutalize this chick and rightfully so i i fully support that my god hmm that is incredible. Kyler says that picture of the chick. Asshole. He says, Eric Zane, she has your nose. <laughs> you know, I deserve that. I, I did. I did deserve that. I, I made that tit crack about you. Um, are you going to the races with me on Saturday night? Kuipers has already fucked up the whole thing. He's not going to be there. That's bullshit. You must get permission from the multi-talented Tracy and be able to go to the races with me on Saturday. It's the last uh, weekend of racing. My God, come on, make it happen. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. You are awesome. I'm going to leave it right there. That I know it ends on a sad note that that kid is dead, but you know, that kid is in a better place. That kid is eating hamburgers and French fries and milkshakes in heaven. So there you go. Some of you don't believe that. You think I'm crazy, but, you know, believe what you want to believe. Okay, you are listening to Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. You, too, can advertise on my show. And uh, get your message heard 80 to 100,000 times a month. That's what I'm averaging right now. You can be part of that. And it is amazingly affordable for you. Pick my brain, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I will tell you how it works. Thanks to my friends at Berlin Raceway. Now, this week, they've got it off because the Berlin uh, Fair is there. Go to the Berlin Fair. It's awesome, especially if you want to see you like people with busted-out teeth who look like the missing link. You know, the carnies. Go, go, go see the carnies there. Hang out with those dirt people. And then the following weekend, we've got racing Friday and Saturday. The Super Modifieds are in town. I'll be there on Saturday. So get tickets for the Saturday event at Berlin Raceway by going to berlinraceway.com, paying your $17. The parking is free. 15 and under is free. Bring in a cooler with all your goodies in it. No beer, no booze. I'm sorry. No booze, no glass. There you go. Berlinraceway.com for Saturday the 15th, my dearly departed mother's birthday. Thank you to Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. No, he's not qualified to be the Ottawa County Health Director, but he is qualified to install your AC or repair it because you don't take care of it because you're stupid. 616-516-8579 for you dickbags who haven't taken the time to get your AC serviced and tuned up. For the rest of you, have Joe tune up your AC. 616-516-8579. Mention your old pal EZ. All right. More of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Our widow's Peak is looking very peaky. Hello to you all. The appliances, the cabinets in this house, as you know, are caked. With uh, whatever is on the fingers of the NFK. Sometimes food, sometimes feces. This is not a feces story. 
So that's good, right? I mean, who wants to hear? Well, actually, you know, I'm all for a good feces story. But uh, it's no secret that the whole idea of when he's preparing food, the food gets on the fingers, and then though I tell him, I want you to wipe your hands off before you touch shit. It just doesn't connect. It doesn't compute. And I have a feeling that I'm getting close to having another eruption where I say, look, dude, we got to break this down and we got to solve this issue. You need to wipe your hands before you touch shit. The microwave, the refrigerator, the cupboards, if he t- the coffee machine. If he touches it, it's a mess. The remote control, when he leaves the TV room and in the opportunity that I actually get a chance to hold the remote, I, I walk up to it holding Clorox wipes and, and then drape them on them and clean it off before I... I mean, it's fucking horrible. So... I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, I think I, uh, I'm getting to a point where I, I want to say something. And um, I had a perfect opportunity yesterday, and I blew it. I absolutely blew it just kicking myself over this. Because I know you might think it's, well, why can't you just go up to him and say, hey, look, look dude, you always have food. over. It's, it's better. It has more impact when you can catch it in the act. He's like a dog. Like if O'Neill shits on the carpet and I catch him in the act, I can yell at him and then immediately we go outside. If he shits there and then like an hour later, you try to have a talk with him about it. It's not, it doesn't work that way. At least that's what I was always told. I'm doing the dishes. He brings this container that he was eating food out of. Which that's another fucking gory thing, and uh, he says, "Hey," uh, and I, I take it. He goes, "Here you go," because he knows I'm doing the dishes. So I put it in the sink, and I'm like, oh, "Okay." And now and he's eating some type of uh, I don't know if it's a lasagna, it's some Stouffer's deal, and there is his whole thumb is is red from the tomato sauce on whatever it is he was eating. It's like this is something you eat with a fork, and I'm getting the impression he was eating with his hands. But he had a utensil, so I know he was. But his thumb, of all things, is got all sorts of sauce on it. And I can see it. It looks his thumb looks delicious. And uh then he puts it in the sink, turns around, and walks back and sits down. It's like, oh. So that amount of food that's on the thumb, it's either it's probably gonna wind up on his pants. Maybe his shirt, perhaps the furniture, the remote control. But, you know, it's not going to wind up in the one place that it should wind up. On a napkin or rinsed off in the sink. Doesn't happen. And it's just fucking hideous. I mean, my God. Um, so, it, no matter what I do. Yeah, Megan, that it doesn't help when you suggest just tell him to lick it off or have the dogs lick it off. I, you know, that that does nothing. 
I don't care that it's on there. That, that, that isn't the problem. The problem is where he's going to wipe it. And if it's, if he, you know, it's just, it doesn't matter. It's all just stupid. Maureen says, give him a gentle reminder before you explode on him. Now, I'm not going to explode. I wouldn't do that. There's only been one time that I've blown up on him. But it's you. Okay. We've had so many discussions uh, about various things that honestly, uh, I think what it boils down to is particularly the hands. Uh, Aram says, why are you always complaining about the poor guy? Yeah. uh, Excuse me. Uh, have you lived with someone with shit, actual feces on their hands, touching your shit? Do you think that that would be a reason to complain? Of course it would. And it's my job. By the way, you've been annoying the fuck out of me. So enjoy this time out. There you go. Enjoy your 300 seconds. Why you always got to pick you fucking half breed? Shut up. Jesus. Why get why you always got to shut up? Maureen says, "Did you not just say you're ready to go off again?" Yeah, well, when I go off on Kevin, it's it's basically it's not like screaming at him. Um, I've concluded that the reason why various things like teeth not getting brushed and asshole not getting wiped is he just can't do it. He can't. He can't do it. Um, because those wipes on the back of the uh, toilet, they're full. He does not use those. Um, the teeth do not get brushed. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I've had numerous conversations like what's, what's keeping you from doing that? Why? And, uh, he, you know, so he's too proud to tell me and, uh, and I just know he can't do it and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. That's different though than, uh, three pounds of tuna fish casserole on his hands, walking around, touching the fridge. There is no excuse for that because he has eyes and I know he knows how to grab a fucking uh, paper towel off because he does it all damn day. And or, turn on the water. Rinse your hands off. What's happening there? Oh, my God. Uh, so I think it's, uh, I think I need to, to actually say, okay, buddy, you know, sit down with him and say, hey, I, I know from we have these t- uh, talks from time to time, but this is something else that I think we need to, we need to have a discussion about. When you get food on your hands, you got to make sure it's off of your hands before you start touching shit. The na- For him, a napkin is a salt and, and pepper shaker because you wouldn't believe the amount of food on the actual salt and pepper shaker. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. John Daly, I have another example of how much of the, uh, a treasure this guy is. Uh, the simple fact that he's the, he's actually a very good athlete. 
Um, doesn't look like, or at least he was. But uh, he can hit a golf ball a mile, as you know. Still a very good golfer. Uh, looks to have the body of like a, well, he's unbelievable shape. It's just not that great from all the uh, years of drinking. He didn't care. Whatever. I love the guy. He threw out the first pitch the other night, I believe at the uh, the Cardinals game. Watch this. This guy. Look at that. Look at that. Check him out. And then this chick. Oh, my God. Oh, that was horrible. How can it? How is it so hard? Daily, look at that. He he throws it hard and accurate. <laughs> These guys love that. I think it's great. I love it. I'm telling you, he's a national treasure. John Daly. Fantastic. Okay. The Queen may be in some bad shape right now. Queen of England is, uh, doctors are concerned, as Queen Elizabeth II is under medical supervision right now. Family has shown up at the hospital. They're checking on her. And I don't know, this, uh, I mean, she's 96 years old, for God's sake. So, I don't know. Buckingham Palace announced today that uh, she's under medical supervision at the castle. Following further evaluation this morning, they did not specify what was causing the, the concern. The royal family added that the queen is comfortable at the residence. Uh, she has had to miss some celebrations because of health concerns. Earlier in the week, she accepted the resignation of uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson and then met the new Prime Minister, Liz Truss. Did you, I wouldn't even talk about that. But. Um, let's see. Prince Charles, her son, and uh, Prince William have traveled to Balmoral. No mention of Andrew, the one who, uh, you know, was pals with Jeffrey Epstein and loved to slaughter underage poon. Can you imagine if the queen is there and she's like getting ready to kick the bucket and Charles shows up and she's just letting it fly. And she's like, I can't believe you cheated on Diana, you piece of shit. You fucked everything up. William, I like you. I still can't. But have you seen this guy? It's like he lost his hair all in one day. Holy crap. It's like one day he had hair and the next day he didn't. Look at that. Full head of hair. Looks great. Bald. Urgh. Man. 
That's too bad. I'm glad he's owning it, though, you know? Thumbs me out when I see a guy with baseball hat everywhere. It's like you're going to have to either get the, the uh, uh, procedure, you know, where they move some of your hair from one part onto a different part of your head. Or, you know, shave it all off. So, William, he's in good standing. And then uh, Kate Middleton, that's the, uh, what is she known as? The Duchess of York? I don't even know. But then you got the kid, the uh, the redhead, uh, Prince, uh, Prince Harry. He's not a prince anymore, right? Didn't he, like, fuck, you know, say, eat shit? I don't, uh, this guy, I mean, this is a bad move on his part. His whole deal when he left the monarchy and, I forgot his wife's name. Um, she's a, she's the chick that uh, she doesn't. I didn't even know she was black. I just know she was hot. But anyway, they came back to the U.S. and started a podcast, I think, of all things, which is all stupid. We don't want our royal duties. But the queen uh, canceled a meeting yesterday. And uh, we shall see what happens here. You know, she married her cousin. Prince Philip. I wonder if this was like a second cousin thing. Because if you marry your first cousin, you're at risk for uh, having kids that have all sorts of birth defects. I'm too lazy to look it up, but she did marry her cousin, Prince Philip. He's dead. So if she dies, Queen Elizabeth II, the Queen of England, she is the longest running uh, member of the monarchy in the history of of Britain ruling longer than her great, great grandmother, queen Victoria, who reigned for 63 years. If the queen does in fact kick the bucket, that means that Charles is the king. I think, right? Isn't that how it works? Now I was doing a little reading on this. Uh, you know, basically the uh, monarchy doesn't really have a say in day-to-day operations. It's primarily ribbon cutting, I think, isn't it? I mean, if you were to go back and read about the history of England, when they kind of got away from that, I imagine that was awkward. But uh, there was like a, a, a British and uh, English or a British civil war that happened in the 16-something, uh, 1650s, 1660s. They've had more than one. Oops. All I want to do is stand on one leg and my headphones are getting ripped off. Uh, So if that's the case, if she does happen to croak, that would mean that uh, Charles is the king. And I don't know how long that guy's going to live. How old is he? How old? He's got to be in his 70s. Prince Charles, 73. Oh, my God, does he look like shit, too. His mother looks better than him. And thank God... That uh, uh, Diana, if she were still alive and married today, she's one of those women who I think would have remained pretty for a long, long time. And I'm pretty sure she was a lot younger than uh, than this idiot. How old would Diana be today? I'm going to guess 55. 61. She'd still be hot. And she was a late bloomer, too, because when she married Charles, she looked, you know, she kind of like didn't have a woman frame. She was kind of, 
uh, uh, skinny, you know, uh, bird chest, look like olive oil. Uh, but no, I mean, as she aged, she looked fantastic. This is supposedly, if she were alive today, this is what she would look like. Right there. See, I still think that's attractive. But as you guys know, I'm into old women. And this, you see, if you're old, you got to look like this. You got to have this type of like, uh, you got to be wearing this type of gear, this jewelry. You got to have that, that haircut going on. I hope she, man, if she looked like that, I don't know. That That's pretty rough. Why did they give her that, that type of haircut? I mean, what if she wanted to grow it out? All right. This is stupid. What an idiot I am. Okay, so good luck. I mean, my God, the queen, I hope she's okay, but she is 96 years old. All right. Steve uh, Bannon, the guy who was like the dude in the White House that was kind of like the, um, what was his role in Trump's presidency? He was an aide. He was the orchestrator of the campaign. Steve Bannon. You remember this guy. He's in deep shit. Now, what he did during, uh, at some point, was he came up with a charity where he encouraged morons like the Deniacs to send money to build the wall, the southern border wall. And he said, all right. We're going to raise money. We're going to build a wall. We're going to keep those scumbag Mexicans out of here. And all the morons that used to listen to this show gave tons of money. The people that used to listen to this show and people like them, like everybody around me where I live, gave tons of money to this piece of shit to build the border wall. And then he went ahead and spent the money. And he was going to be indicted on federal charges. But the day before Trump got out of office, he pardoned Bannon. And I don't even think he had been charged. I think it was kind of like the um, pardon where it was like, I know you're going to get in trouble because you're a fucking thief and a criminal, but I'm going to pardon you just in case. And I guess that worked. However, That has nothing to do with state charges. And Bannon's like, ah, bullshit, you can't do that. And they go, no, it's not double jeopardy um, because these are state charges. This is not a federal charge. So the state of New York, uh, they are accusing him of this exact thing. And uh, they're charging him with money laundering. So this is awesome. This guy is a piece of shit criminal. And uh, he's going to pay for that. Now, uh Let's see. He arrived Thursday, 9 a.m. to turn himself in. He says it's all political, trying to sway uh, the vote in the upcoming election. But in 2020, agents pulled Bannon off of a luxury yacht off Connecticut coast and arrested him on charges. He pocketed more than a million dollars in wall donations. Prosecutors say he bilked investors who were, well, stupid and uh, tricked into thinking all their donations would go toward the border wall project. Now, let me just say this. Um, I don't blame Steve Bannon for doing this. In fact, 
if I knew that I had brainwashed uh, an entire uh, portion of the population into believing this nonsense, and they're so stupid that they're willing to give them money, I would say uh, shame on the morons who fell for this bullshit. And, uh, you know, Steve Bannon pulling off the grift. I don't know who's, I mean, yes, he's a criminal, but uh, these are stupid, stupid people who deserve to be grifted in the first place. Okay, because they're all racist and scumbags uh, who need to be uh, parted with their money. So who gives a shit? And in, 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 uh, in my world, this is win-win. Steve Bannon's going to wind up going to prison for a long, long time. And morons who wanted to, who are probably racist, who wanted to build the southern border wall, uh, they're out uh, tons of money. So this is all great news. Prosecutors say thousands of investors were tricked into thinking all their donations would go toward the border wall project. Bannon said instead paid a salary to one campaign official and gave the rest to himself for personal expenses. (laughs) Oh my God. While the wall Bannon's group propo- uh, proposed was to be built on the U.S. southern border more than 1,000 miles from New York, Manhattan prosecutors have jurisdiction to pursue charges against Bannon because a lot of the donors lived in New York. This is great. Actually, he did have federal charges put against him. He had pleaded not guilty to the federal charges, but everything was dropped because Trump pardoned him. It goes to show you here. This is uh, this is the guy that half of the country wanted to win the election. The one who pardoned the crook who took the money from stupid people to build a border wall through the private sector. My God. That's great. That's just great. Same guy who wants you to pull your money from your 401k and invest in gold. All right. I think Aram's got to be back by now. Aram, where are you? He's probably like, he's probably gun shy. Are you going to join my friends on Deniax United now? Is that, is that what I hope not? I hope I didn't scare you off completely. All right. Uh, you never know. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't be, I can't be doing this to all my audience members, even though the last batch, I pretty much am happy with the decision that was made. Uh, all right, moving on. Ram says I'm doing X2 yoga, but Kenny goes, he stormed out. He did not storm out. Shut up, Kenny. Shouldn't you be watching better call Saul? Okay, more from the U.S. Open. I haven't watched a bit of the tennis, but this is Andre Rublev. Here's uh, Andre, and he's weeping. He's upset. He plays for, he's a, a Russian tennis player. And, uh, 
I'm not exactly sure why this is happening. Audio check, video check. But he is so upset here and he's crying. He's even biting the tennis ball. And they're not clapping for him. They're clapping for his opponent, I guess, who just beat him. I don't know. They're saying that he's crying because he uh, he had a chance to uh, go far in the U.S. Open because a lot of key players aren't actually playing in it this time around, supposedly. Uh, but that isn't all that it seems. There may be more to it because uh, people have been just giving him a ton of shit because he's Russian and because of the war in Ukraine. And uh, so people are like, oh, my God, my heart is breaking for him. Never easy playing against a crowd. Uh, Not a single one in that crowd was supporting him or was at least neutral. It's understandable that he went so emotional at the end. So all these people are weighing in that uh, uh, the audience has been uh, non-supportive of Rublev because he's a Russian. Uh, this this uh, publication says, what a difficult year for him. He's treated like a war criminal everywhere he goes for crimes he did not do. Imagine being him. Hopefully next year is better for him. Okay? And, uh, well, I think that's bullshit. If you're a Russian and you're getting treated like shit, the reason why is because you have not spoken out against your uh, murdering dictatorship government and their ridiculous war against a sovereign country. So I don't believe... Any of this shit, he's treated like a war criminal uh, for crimes he did not do. His crime is his silence. If you're a fucking Russian, now unless he's he's swayed by propaganda, I don't. I have no idea, but I seriously doubt it. I think deep down, he knows what's up, and he's just too scared to say anything, or he's supports the war. You you can't. You can only be one or the other. You can come out and say, well, yeah, this, and then maybe defect or some shit. I don't know, but this is the treatment you get. And he's sitting there crying in my mind. I hope that those people are cheering him because he's crying and yeah, you deserve that shit. This person says, I love Rublev, loved him for years. It's hard seeing him like this shows how much impact governing bodies and tournament directors can have on players. He's been blamed for his country's actions. Been banned from a Grand Slam, had his flag removed, lost ranking ranking points, stay strong. No, stay weak. Fuck this guy. Who gives a shit about him? That's bullshit. I'm glad it's happening. They should have started Fuck Russia chant or something like that. My God, tennis is a bunch of uh, weak fools. You had that clip earlier of, uh, you know... Um, whatever the fuck the Aussie's name was, having a fucking meltdown right on the court. And then uh, this crybaby, shut up. My God, you're playing in the U.S. Open. Maybe if if your country would stop killing kids and blowing up hospitals, or at least you stood up against them, 
perhaps they would support you. You have a great opportunity right there. Don't screw it up. And he, of course, did. Okay. Have you been following the story of the politician, and I believe Vegas, who, oh, my God. And uh, I'm not hearing, again, this is another example of whenever somebody says, Zane, I can't believe how much of a libtard you are. I am not a libtard. But this is barely being mentioned because, and the reason why it's barely being mentioned is because it's a Democrat doing terrible things. Okay? Uh, There is a reporter for the Las Vegas Review Journal named Jeff German. And his investigation for quite some time, his investigative reporting, has led to him saying uh, quite a bit publicly uh, writing uh, writing stories and articles and investigations about Clark County Public Administrator Rob Tellus, who was a Democrat. Tellus had been a focus of German's reporting about turmoil, including complaints of administrative bullying, favoritism, and Tellus's relationship with a subordinate staffer in the county office that handles property of people who die without a will or family contact. So sounds very intricate, um, but to that local area, I'm sure it's a, it's a big story. So this reporter, this Jeff German, had been doing some diligent work on Clark County Public Administrator Bob Tellus. Well, uh, all of a sudden, uh, people at the Las Vegas Review-Journal are like, hey, where's Jeff at today? I know, I know. Hey, I normally see him by the coffee maker. Where is he? I don't know. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him in a day. Where the fuck is he? I don't know. Uh, in the weeks before the, um, sorry. German, a reporter with a reputation for tenacity, was working on follow-up reports, the newspaper said Wednesday and recently filed public records requests for emails and text messages between TELUS and three other county officials. So he's looking for information. Wanted to see if TELUS was lying to their ears. German's body was found Saturday morning outside his home. Police said he was killed Friday and characterized the attack as an isolated incident. It was reported that the reporter died of multiple sharp force injuries and re and ruled the case a homicide. The police asked the public for help. They showed a brief video of a suspect walking on a sidewalk clad in bright orange construction attire and distributed a photo of a distinctive red GMC Yukon Denali SUV with chrome handles, a sunroof and a luggage rack saying it may have been linked to the case. Tellus was seen in newspaper photos washing a vehicle that looked just like that one parked in his driveway on Tuesday. Police showed up. They towed away the vehicle after they got a warrant. Police have now arrested 
Bob Tellis and identified by police as the suspect, the guy who stabbed the newspaper reporter. Clark County Public, uh, I'm sorry, uh, officials showed up. SWAT unit hours after investigators served that search warrant and uh, arrested him. My God. So basically, he just went crazy and snapped and said, I'm going to take care of this and just kill the reporter. At least that's what the cops are saying. Jeez. This is just bizarre. You see, that's what that's what bugs me. Uh, when when you hear about, you know, I mean, this guy's just doing his reporting, and here I here I am on a daily basis telling people to go fuck themselves. It's time to get another security upgrade. Holy shit! I sh- I really shouldn't joke like that because that's probably what's gonna <laughs> what's gonna happen at some point. Okay, lastly, I want to close with this. Um, This is not a Florida man, but this is a man that was in Florida. He's from Georgia. And um, Deputy Police Chief Jason DePrima showed up to the uh, Orlando, Florida area for the American Polygraph Association seminar workshop last week. So basically lie detectors convention sounds like an absolutely fantastic time and he gets a little bored and he decides he wants some poontang and so he responds to an online uh online online escort advertisement conversation starts i don't know if it was in person or, or what i don't think it was in person but this was not actually an escort it was an undercover detective that he thought was a prostitute are you available tonight and said i'd like to come see you what is your rate while talking to the detective deputies say deprima agreed to have sex with her but later told her that he had gotten spooked and said maybe tomorrow night so no money exchanged hands The next day, he reaches out again, agreed to meet, and give her $120 for a half hour of full-service sex. When he got there, he paid the detective $180, so extra cash, and got her a pack of White Claw hard seltzer. Ain't no laws when you're drinking laws. That's what the hooker said to him. You want these white claws? Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Hey, nice to meet you. My name is Deputy DePrina. Hey, honey, how you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Would you like these white claws? Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Well, how many can you drink? A girl. I. What? A girl. I can get drunk off of like four of them. Do you want to see Sergeant O'Neill later on? I want to see O'Neill all the time. I don't blame you. When can I meet that guy? Uh, hang on, I gotta have sex with you first. Is hundred and eighty dollars and a and a and a and a bunch of white claws? Is that gonna do it? Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. 
Would you take us both on at the same time? Fuck you, asshole. That's what I'm going to do to you. You guys are fucking assholes. I'm sorry I'm a little bit drunk. Whatever. (laughs) Is there anything better than Stevie drunk clips while watching Bruce flat on his back? Hello, puppy. (laughs) All right. So anyway, well, as you can probably figure it out, uh, he ended up, he brought her the 180 bucks and brought her the claws. Ain't no laws when you're drinking. He was arrested and charged with soliciting a prostitute. He was taken to the Polk County Jail, later released on a $500 bond. The Sheriff's Department in Polk County says the arrest is part of a human trafficking sting. Police Department confirmed in a news release that uh, DePrima has been placed on administrative leave while they conduct an internal investigation. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter about the charge. It doesn't matter that you lose your job if the guy's married. If the guy's married and if he has a family. You know, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm single and no one loves me, and I have no family, and I get busted for being a John, I don't give a shit. It's not the end of the world. No big deal. Okay? The bigger punishment is the loss of family status. Just getting your ass chewed out, especially if you have, like, got kids, how much they're going to hate you for that? I think your goals need to be simple when you're a husband or dad. Try to be monogamous. Stay monogamous. And don't make your kids hate you. These are very simple rules. If any of your behaviors uh, make those things a possibility, like losing your monogamy or having your kids hate you, you should avoid doing that. It's going to help you out in the long run. My God, what an asshole. Kenny says, what happened to my drunk clips? I don't even know if I have those anymore. Uh, I don't know if I have them because I think there was a, uh, there was a time when I wanted to kick your ass and I deleted them all. I think it was, uh, the time number 500 that you ruined a story or you wouldn't shut up on the chat or some shit like that. It's been about 8,000 times that that's happened. So that's, I th- I'm pretty sure that's what it was. All right, there we go. Putting the wraps on another edition of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. But before I go, before I go, let me just tell you that I cannot wait to talk to you on the January 6th show. I'm January. What a fucking asshole. July 6th show, Thursday. Jesus. Uh, looking forward to that. And follow me on Patreon, P-A-T, patreon.com slash Eric Zane for free for seven days. Fun stuff planned for Thursday. Translation, I don't have any fucking idea. But I'm, I'm going to have all sorts of adventures that I'm going on uh, for this trip. I'm looking forward to telling you about them. Buy a t-shirt at ericzaneshow.com. Click merch. Support the sponsors. And away we go. Have a good one, folks. Talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.
Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.